Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. The title of this episode is Build Grit. The material in this episode is inspired by Scene by Will Hutcherson and Chinway Williams. I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note that this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. Chinway Williams opens this chapter with a story about her first counseling position as a high school counselor. During her time there, Chinway came to know two students that she refers to as Mane and Dana. Both of these girls had played varsity basketball the year before, but failed to make the team this particular year. The team had recruited new student-athletes, which increased the competition for the basketball team. Following a few weeks of counseling with Chinway, she noticed a few things. Chinway describes Imani as feeling empowered and determined to put in the extra hard work to try out next season. Dana, a lifelong athlete, decided she wasn't fit for basketball. Dana fought self-esteem issues that entire year, while Imani made the team the next time around. The drastically different outcomes caused Chinway to ask some serious questions. What caused one student to give up while the other one put in the hard work and succeeded in making the team? The short answer is resilience. Resilience can also be referred to as grit. Angela Duckworth, a leading expert on grit, defines it this way. Grit is passion and sustained persistence applied toward long-term achievement. All right, so that is sort of how they open the chapter, talking about these two students, setting the stage for the chapter on grit. We ease our way into this next section about talking about preparing for trouble. Possessing resilience or grit does not mean that stress or trouble won't come our way. Those who have developed grit have seen their fair share of trials. They know what it means to struggle or experience distress. And as kids and teens grow into adults, it is important for them to see that stress, change, and disappointment are all part of being human. It is also important for them to see that they can develop strategies and coping skills to face these challenges head on. There are studies that show that optimism and flexibility are linked to resilience. So one of the key strategies that they talk about here in this chapter is what's called reframing. The practice or act of reframing negative events is linked to resilience. So what is reframing? It is a strategy often utilized by counselors or therapists that helps people look at situations or circumstances differently. Reframing can be used to help people focus on the things they have as opposed to what they might have lost. It can be a helpful tool to help focus on what items are within our control versus what is outside our control. So how can we play this out? So let's talk about a situation or event. Let's say that a get-together was canceled due to poor weather for a teen or a kid. The kid or teen reaction is the child experiences feelings of rejection, withdraws to the room, and feels disappointed, even to the point of feeling angry. Uh, so what is the parental response? So a parent might say, I can see that you're really disappointed, 
that you don't get to spend time with your friends. I know how much you were looking forward to it, and I can understand why you would feel this way. Sometimes when similar things happen to me, it helps me to try and look at things differently. And then the parent goes on. What is something we could do that we might not have done if the weather was nicer? We could possibly go to that new movie you were looking forward to seeing. Or maybe we could go check out books at the library. What are your thoughts? Do you have any other ideas? Learning to reframe a situation can be an invaluable tool in adapting and coping with life challenges. As caring adults, mentors, or friends, we can play a crucial role in helping others develop critical life skills. This is not only helpful for others, it is also helpful for us too. All right, so as a part of helping build grit, we need to be a safe person. So helping a kid or a teen or adult feel safe is a tremendous ability. We all experience stress, despair, and times of uncertainty. And as a parent of a young child, you will serve as an emotional barometer as they go through situations. A caring adult, mentor, or coach in the life of a teen can improve their ability to persist through the inevitable ups and downs in life by serving as a safe person. So what makes a person feel safe? It is helpful to note that safety includes physical, emotional, and environmental safety. With young kids, their world is rather small and well-defined. Their safety revolves around a few familiar places and adults showing up at predictable times when they say they will. As kids and teens get older, they experience more places and additional people. These new experiences bring in new, more, bring in new, more complex issues and questions. All right, so avoiding rescuing kids from challenging situations. The tendency of parents and caring adults is to jump in whenever a child stumbles or when they experience anxiety or fear. Chinway and Will suggest that this may improve things in the short term, but it doesn't allow them the opportunity to develop life coping skills. It's essential that adults help kids learn to manage their anxiety, fear, and distress without intervening. So we dig into some of the ways that we can do this, some of the ways that we can help. Uh, first up is highlight current strengths and past victories. Disappointments are an unavoidable part of life. For teens going through despair, they can prove especially challenging. The human brain is quick to pull up past examples of failure, building a case as to why this is impossible. As a parent or caring adult, you can play an important part in highlighting some past successes and victories that will help build confidence. Everyone needs their own fan club, and you can be the person to help them remember all they have faced and the hurdles they have overcome. Uh, so they move on to talking about a growth mindset. And recovering from despair can be a huge challenge for anyone. And after digging oneself out of a pit, it can be tempting to avoid challenging situations and circumstances. As humans, we tend to move towards comfort and away from pain. And a person with grit learns to push through the pain, disappointment, and difficulty. 
So what separates those who develop grit from those who don't? Remember Chen Wei's story about Dana. She decided that she wasn't cut out for basketball after being a lifelong athlete. Here are two important truths presented by Chen Wei based on research. Number one, it isn't the event itself, but a response to setbacks that help shape our attitudes and next steps. Two, learning from failure is an essential path towards future success, an essential component of resilience and grit. No matter what you call it, grit or resilience, studies have shown that it is an emotional muscle that can be strengthened. We also need to treasure the journey. Something that teens as well as adults fail to see is the value of the process of getting to their goals. Far too often, as adults, as teens, we tend to focus on success and overlook all of the sleepless nights and the long hours of practice to achieve our dreams. We do not tell the lessons learned in the early mornings or late nights spent toiling away with no reassurance. Kids and teens hear of the victory without the stories of what it took to get there. This paints an incomplete picture of what it means to work toward your goal and succeed. Alright, so next up is balancing support with challenge. When kids are younger, it can be hard to know how much we should allow kids to do things on their own versus offering our support as parents or caring adults. At first, kids typically need more of a hands-on teacher, and this role of a parent decreases as kids mature. Every person is different, and some kids may require more guidance, while others are comfortable with their parents at a safe distance. When it comes to healing from despair, Chen Wei says, Healing from despair often comes from small but consistent changes in thinking, feeling, and doing. Focusing on these resilience and grit tools will empower young people so they can better navigate difficult life situations while simultaneously growing to be confident in who God designed them to be, an overcomer. That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community slash connect.